President Yoon was inaugurated on May 10th this year after winning the election by a slim margin of 0.73 percentage point. That was the closest vote ever in South Korea's election history. Now the president from the start had an uphill battle to sway opposition and public opinion. But 100 days in, his approval ratings are unusually low. What do we make of President Yoon's first 100 days in office? For some insights, we're joined by Professor Kim Byung-ju of the Hanguk University of Foreign Studies. Good morning, Professor Kim. Good morning. Great to see you back. Thank you for the warm welcome and thank you for joining us. So, Professor Kim, about President Yoon's press conference last Wednesday, what did you think of its format, style, and delivery? As we look back uh, for several decades of evolution of this presidential uh, press conference over the years, uh, and I, I think we have come a long way indeed. And if anyone conservative former public prosecutor, Yoon having uh, this kind of press conference, to me at least, uh, was an indication that we have indeed come a long way. And I like the way they intended to design. I don't know whether it went uh, all the way <laughs> that he or his staff uh, planned, but uh, more of openness, more of relaxed style, um, without any pre-designation of who will be asking questions and so on. There are some some tricky questions mm. that he he tried to dodge. <laughs> so <laughs> when we see him try to kind of avoid answering those questions, we could indeed tell that this was not prearranged. Mm. And so uh, I like that flexibility and openness of it. And indeed, that uh, this should go further in this direction, um, in, in my own belief, and I'm sure in the belief of many other people as well. And uh, this style kind of... Uh, kind of show the uh, consistency on the side of President News insistent that he wants to have more open style of communication, just like doorstepping in the morning and so on. Despite all these challenges and problems mm-hmm. and difficulties he, that he faced, uh, he wanted to maintain the doorstepping in the morning. And, right. uh, and I think the style of press conference indeed was consistent with his Mm. uh, direction of uh, wanting to maintain communication with the people. So setting aside the message and contents and everything, I think that the style itself, or at least the intention of it, Mm. was something that I found uh, relatively positive, I say. So in that sense, you see it as an indication of progress in line with the president's efforts to be more open. Um, Like you said, Mm -hmm. those Q&As, doorstopping, I mean, despite... Uh, controversies that arose out of it, some of the answers not so smoothly perhaps um, Mm -hmm. received by the reporters. It's still in line with his efforts. But now let's get to the contents of some of those key messages delivered at the uh, press conference. What did you think about the message itself? The message, I think, had uh, different components. Mm -hmm. Uh, And first component is, of course, something we we could naturally expect from a conservative president who Mm -hmm. came in uh, after a progressive government. So, you know, some of the points that he emphasized as the conservative president, for instance, he uh, made it clear that his government rejects the idea of income-driven growth on the economic side. So uh, he made it clear there. And then also streamlining the overall uh, fiscal policy and the way government is spending uh, money. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- I think it's a day or two after actually this presidential con- uh, presidential press conference that the government announced uh, for the first time in 13 years actually 
government is going to be spending less mm. than the previous year. So it was in line with uh, his press conference. There he said, uh, we want to tighten up our uh, government spending. Mm. And uh, uh, instead, I, he emphasized that he wants to kind of like a, kind of expand spending on protecting the needy rather than, you know, like going mm. broad and wide and right. kind of like a spending without discrimination. So uh, that's uh, something naturally expected. And he also talked about uh, streamlining the government organizations as well. For instance, all these so-called uh, committees that were set up uh, during the previous government, he wants to cut it down by one third. You know, in Korea, in Korean government, committees usually are set up when there is a difficult decisions to be made and stuff. So you bring in private sector experts mm. and uh, different, uh, you know, the professionals, and then come up with a collective uh, decision making. But, but in doing so, uh, his conservative government, Yoon government, feels that they have set up too many of these committees, and that kind of uh, wasting government uh, resources and so on. Mm -hmm. So the, these points, I think, were naturally expected uh, points from a conservative government. Having said that, in terms of message, there is another interesting uh, uh, addition to this. That is, he emphasized, he went out of his way emphasizing that his government wants to wants to protect the, the needy mm. and the people who are in the lower level of income uh, making. Mm. And, uh, you know, overall, he is really, uh, in a way, really paying close attention to uh, help those people who need government support mm. rather than, you know, the extensive support of the, the government spending on and so on. So, uh, that was quite uh, interesting, and I thought it was a necessary action to be taken mm -hmm. by the, the current president who faces this current political situation. And he emphasized once again uh, his desire to maintain open and, and uh, you know, a flexible conversation with the public as a whole. Mm -hmm. uh, lastly, relating to the second point of his desire, conservative government, but more like compassionate conservatism, if you will, paying attention to those people in need. Uh, at the at the very ending of his uh, presidential press conference, he uh, asked for extra a few seconds to make his point about the the labor relations. Right. And uh, there he said, um, not only that we will deal with labor relations and its conflict based on law and principles, which he had uh, emphasized earlier during the press conference, but, but he said he wanted to add that he wants to, his government wants to look into the fundamental causes of this labor relations difficulties and wants to address the injustice that's being, uh, that, you know, being done mm -hmm. through the, the distortion of the labor uh, market. And he wants to really help those people who really need some intervention from the government so that they can correct the injustices and so on. So those were mm. the, those are points that you would expect from a progressive uh, president. So right. uh, in seeing him making that uh, points, I think it was quite a positive thing that you can observe as well. Mm, to perhaps uh, the latest effort to unite a clearly divided country. Uh, mm -hmm. Professor Kim, I want to ask you a rather fundamental question. There's a lot of emphasis on the first 100 days for the president mm -hmm. to gauge his success or failure. Mm -hmm. From mm -hmm. what I understand, ever since coming into prominence under uh, U.S. President FDR, his historic right. first 100 days. So can yeah. I ask you, how mm -hmm. important really is the first 100 days for a president of a mm -hmm. country? 
As you mentioned, FDR's case and so on, there's a strong belief that first 100 days is a uh, period where you kind of set the tone and set the direction of presidency mm. overall. And that's a wide, uh, widely held belief. But on my part, uh, looking into the troubles and struggles that Yun government has been going through, I'd like to just uh, raise a more kind of minority view saying that Look, 100 days within five-year term is a short time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, you're allowed to make uh, mistakes, but not a grave mistakes. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think that's the case. But still, uh, you still have time. So mm-hmm. uh, I think rather than assigning too much of uh, dis- mm-hmm. uh, importances mm-hmm. to the first 100 days, we want to kind of uh, take time on, on this side as well. And uh, especially... You know, as you specifically mentioned, uh, President Yoon coming in into his office with uh, 48.5% of the votes with 0.73% margin, it's uh, it's, uh, unprecedented, as you mentioned. Mm. And this is a very, very challenging presidency that he has to work on. Mm. And uh, he has to keep in mind that uh, more than half of Korean people specifically did not want him Mm. as the president, indeed. And this is uh, this is a great uh, challenge that he faces. So after 100 days, when he uh, walked into this particular presidential uh, press conference, we were talking about he the word that he repeated most was, of course, grooming the people mm-hmm. and uh, he's going to follow that he's going to respect the sovereignty of the people and the people should make the decision. He will respect it and he will uphold and all, all that kind of stuff. He was pretty much on his knees, basically, saying, look, I want to be humble and I don't want mm-hmm. to repeat the, the mistakes of hubris that had we've seen made by other conservative presidents in the past and so on. So, in a way, it has been a very difficult period of the first 100 days, but because it's just the beginning, we want to be a little bit, uh, you know, generous uh, on that point, I think, my own opinion here. To be mindful that it's just the first 100 days and the complexities mm-hmm. of international trade, our economic standing, uh, perhaps it's not fair to compare it to FDR's time. It's certainly not, <laughs> right? right? Uh, uh, you is no FDR here. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's not the Great Depression. Again, I think the logistics right. of international trade is much more complicated today than it ever was Absolutely. in the past. Um, sure. I, I know you, you want to manage your expectations with those 100 days emphasis, but uh, it, it's a timely, I think, topic because President Yoon has seen his approval ratings more than half to somewhere around 25% in the wake of unpopular personnel appointments, for example, and mm. policy proposals. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. How do you assess President Yoon's first 100 days in office? Right. Having said all these positive points, right. I guess, having made all these positive points, <laughs> we have to get to the, the kind of a frank assessment here. Uh, there are three points I'm thinking about, uh, including uh, some of the points that you have already touched upon. Number one, I think he has been confused about how to establish his own personal image. Uh, as a CEO, as a president, as a head of any kind of organization, what they call is presidential uh, image, mm-hmm. uh, you know, president image, PI is very important. And, and uh, I think he has been confused between two options. And uh, uh, originally he went ahead with this image that he liked and he thought people like more straightforward, upright, the rule of law, you mm-hmm. know, like mm-hmm. I'm going to abide by the principles, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I guess he spent much of 100 first 100 days on that, uh, setting up that image. But later he realized that's not going to work. Mm-hmm. So now we see an indication that he wants to modify that the strategy, but he has 
quote-unquote wasted much of 100 days in, in trying to establish that kind of a PI in a, in a miscalculated way. That's mistake number one. Number mm. two, something you already pointed out, uh, personnel appointments. Okay. And particularly, I think, uh, jurists, is people that he know, knows, uh, former prosecutors, uh, you know, judges, lawyers, uh, too many people, uh, you know, too many people coming from jurists. Country is not run by jurists only, and we mm-hmm. need policymakers, economists, and, and policy experts, and so on. And, and, the, and the professors he hired were professors, what we call kind of people without much substance, but desire to have, uh, you know, occupy high offices and so on. So mm. those were grave mistakes, uh, mm. personnel appointments, number two. And number three is something that he tried as a, a conservative president initially, introducing sub, sort of like a supply-side economics, mm. tax cuts, you know, allowing uh, corporations to keep more money so in the hope that they will invest this money into creating uh, new business and new jobs and then having producing a positive circulation that but that idea of supply side economics has been tried for the last 30 years and Mm -hmm. there's no evidence it has worked Mm -hmm. so uh taking that kind of uh you know uh, tax cuts for rich that does not help you generate greater political support from the wide spectrum of the people so Mm -hmm. uh those kind of three points uh pi failure appointments failure and uh, the, the failure of uh, setting policy directions right for the timely manner, I think they were all key mistakes. Uh, then how do you expect Yoon to change his ways going forward? Can he do an about shift from the policies already proposed in the 100 days? Um, I, I guess uh, a point that we have already touched upon that is, you know, when he came into office, more than half of the Korean people did not want him as the president. He has to keep that in mind. And then uh, as I as we touched upon, like things like a tax cut for the rich, mm-hmm. those kind of things don't work. Mm-hmm. And uh, in in terms of recent studies, I guess as much as over seventy percent of Korean people see themselves as either a middle class or lower mm-hmm. middle class or low income class. Mm-hmm. So that means he needs to reach out to these people, seventy percent of people who do not see them as rich people mm-hmm. in this society. Mm-hmm and common people, and people maybe are in need or in, in suffering. Uh, the, as the president, he needs to reach out to unify the country, paying more attention to those kind of people, rather than those people who are doing well economically mm. and so on. So I think that is the way he should go. And I I see some indication that he may actually pay more attention towards that uh, direction, which I think is, again, kind of positive for now. I want to be hopeful on that. Mm. Uh, what should we, then, the Korean public, keep in mind in watching and evaluating the Yoon government uh, from this point on, uh, Professor Kim? There's a famous saying that a democracy is as smart as only as smart as its people. So, <laughs> <laughs> really, so so we have to watch out. We have to keep our eyes open uh, at this point. And um, there are many different issues, but one example would be uh, the way government is prosecuting previous government's policy mistakes. Mm. Uh, if anything, I was uh, I strongly criticized and opposed uh, Moon government's North Korean policy and uh, the national security policies and so on. I, I I had so much dislike of that. But however, when I see the new government coming in and using prosecution mm. to prosecute the policy decisions made by the previous government, I don't feel good about it. Mm. I don't feel easy about it. And I'm just kind of like feel this ominous feeling that 
the, the vicious cycle may repeat. If they do this, they may have to be prosecuted again mm-hmm. after new government comes in for their policy mistakes and so on. And this practice may be, may be done because public expects it. Right. So I think public owns this. And public should uh, be more mature and separate the differences between policy mistakes, mm. which we can criticize all the way, as I've done for the previous government, but mm. still treat it differently from the criminal justice case and so on. And, and by making these kind of separations, I think our democracy could further mature going forward. Mm. Something to rest on, something to live by. A democracy is only as smart as its people. Thank you very mm-hmm. much, Professor Kim, for an insightful conversation, as always. We'll see you next Thank week. You. Thanks. If you're listening to our program using the podcast service, just a reminder that we do go live Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Korea Standard Time. So tune in and help us make the show more informative by giving us your input. See you bright and early on Good Morning Seoul.